Alright, it's time. Polo G, the goat. He, he, I'm not saying he's the goat, that's what the album's called. The goat. <laughs> Uh, so I was super excited for this album. Um, I heard this was coming out uh, a while ago, um, and I actually heard that it was going to be called The Goat, and eventually it did come out, and it was. Um, and I couldn't wait to dive in and give it a listen. If anyone knows, um, I rated Die Legend a 9 out of 10, and said it was the best debut album um, in the last like 5 to 10 years, which later, like 2-3 months later, got dethroned, or maybe not that long, it was a bit later, I think. Um, got dethroned by D Smoke um, in his album um, but yeah I obviously had high hopes going into this um, and especially on the song Go Stupid or what's it called Stupid Again it's one of those yeah Stupid Again no that I think that's um, off Tory Lane's album because I know oh, they're yeah, no you're right that is off Tory Lane's I know Lane's they're album, very sorry. similar but it might be called Go Stupid as well maybe no, it is called, yeah, Go Stupid with uh, Stunner for Vegas and NLE Chopper. Um, and he does say, they called my last album a classic, but I got something hotter. So I was like, all right, let's see uh, what you're talking about then. And uh, yeah. So Polo G is like grit and determination personified. He's been through yeah, it all. Definitely. He's been through uh, gun and street violence, losing friends, family, Heartbreak, drug abuse, drug abuse, mental health issues. Um, he's gone through it all. Um, you name it, he's either been through it or witnessed it happen to someone very close to him. So um, it's a tough thing to live with, and you hear it through the weight of his voice and the emotion um, in his in his writing and the way he writes. Um, but yeah, he is really great at expressing his emotions and allowing it out. Mm. Um, a lot of people from Chicago are good at this. Um, where Polo's from, Joey yeah. Perp, uh, Saba. Uh, My best mate. Yeah, even someone like um, uh, Kanye West. Yeah. I was thinking of Smino in my head, but he's not from there. Um, no, he does sound like he is, though. Yeah, he's sort of amalgamated to the sound, but he's mm. technically not from there. But, uh, yeah, music's believable. Um, it makes it better when you some when you think something's authentic. Um, yeah. More likely to uh, get close with it and, and believe it. Uh, so on the last project, I said there was a centerpiece, the emotional pillar for the whole album, and that was finer things. I really enjoyed that song. It wasn't the greatest song on the album, and it wasn't like a club banger or didn't have the best beat. But coming from an emotional standpoint, he was at his most vulnerable. He was sort of spilling his life out to you, and it sort of everything else that happened on either side of the album sort of could be explained through this song talking about gun violence street violence and stuff like that um and this one um doesn't have one it actually has three song uh three songs so I'm gonna broke uh break down uh the three songs and I'm gonna talk about others a little bit um so there's 33 which speaks about uh vo- the violence that he saw around him um and the, the wordplay is insane, extremely powerful, extremely weighty, very sort of demanding on you to listen to and to consume because you mm. sort of have to take on board this baggage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can feel the pain and the emotion um, in every lyric. So I'm going to read my favorite lyric from that song. Bitch, I'm from, Chir- I'm from Chirac where I get hot, they bring them texts out. Better Ooh. watch your back or you'll be on that corner stretched out. Quick to change a neighbor standing tall with his chest out. And they like headshot. It won't make sense to bring the vest out. Shit be devastating. 
you find out your homie checked out. Oh. So, really tough line. Yeah. Um, that just slaps you in yeah. that face, that last line. Jeez. Yeah. And then my favorite one in there is, and they like headshots, it won't make sense to bring a vest out. Like, you, you can't protect the headshot. Like, yeah. And that's what oh. they'd be doing. Look at Ned Kelly. Um, yeah. So, second track um, of the sort of emotional pillars, I'm going to call them, is I Know. This song's about poverty, mental health, um, and substance abuse. He talks about bonding with someone over um, drugs and pain. Um, and he sort of talks about the morality, uh, the mortality that we have as humans, that we can all just die so quickly, and it can yeah. be gone so quick. Um, and yeah, it literally takes one second, yeah, and, and spe- everything is gone. Yeah, and specifically where he's from... Um, it's quite dangerous and, and can happen so quickly. Um, the chorus uh, is talking about someone he's lost, and I think it's to do with Juice Lord. They were very close friends. Yeah. Um, and he even has a feature on this album. Um, even if it's not him, the themes link up to just losing someone close, um, and you can sort of feel like um, like the pain. He says. Bonding over drugs and pain, dirty sprite share. My dog was one of a kind, I know you're type rare. I know life is a bitch and she don't fight fair. How the fuck I wake up from a dream to a nightmare. Left us behind, I know you see that light glare. I know you're walking up to heaven on them white stairs. Why I can't just pull up to your crib and see you right there. Nobody love you till you're dead, that's when they might care. That is hard. That is hard. Um, This track also touches on a man's... Um, perspective of a relationship um, it's not particularly Polo G because he says he so he's sort of speaking about someone else but he could be talking about himself sort of from a third person perspective mm. um, this man um, has mental health issues he can't trust anyone um, and he can't really let anyone in he talks about um, being caught up in his own head tangled in emotions and in general overthinking everything to the point where he's having anxiety attacks and not being able to function uh, the second verse is about a young man that is trying to become a rapper um, and people are sort of pushing him down. No one has faith in him. Um, He's grinding it out, but nothing's happening. He's rapping every day um, and he's sort of using his rap to get his... uh, to get his mind clear and to sort of silence Mm. everything. He's trying to... He's in his own world. Yeah, it's Um, his like coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. But then nothing's happening. This leads to anger, which then leads to him having fantasies um, about killing people and um, like just exploding on this pent-up rage um, and aggression. And the final of the centerpieces, and in my opinion, the best on the album, is No Matter What. Um, it's essentially him talking about having to deal with all these circumstances and no matter what. Like, whatever happened, he just had to deal with it. Uh, someone got shot, he just had to go to school. Mm. Uh, he didn't have anything to eat that day, he just had to deal with it. Like, no matter what happened, he just had to do it. Um, there's obstacle after obstacle thrown in front of him and he just goes about it um the whole track's littered with fantastic imagery and um lines and I will get up the lyrics for that he says lost touch with God I'm so happy that I found you money only changed the one around you non-believer listened to you and now they clowned you um and then I said um my dog's on go and it ain't shit to bring them hounds through. We don't give a fuck. We shed blood on that ground too. And when you fighting for your life, ain't no round to. In the hood watching my big homies pushing pounds through. Used to daydream of shining in the hood with these bands. 
trying to leave these hard times and run through the millies with my friends. But my homies died young and that wasn't part of the plan. Flying on these planes, wish I could reach out and touch a hand. I don't want to be awake, that's why I keep popping these Zans. And then my heart became a weakness, I did everything I can. Oh. That the, the really hard line in there, the really sort of emotional line is that, but my homies died young and that wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. Flying on these planes, wish I could reach out and touch a hand. Like, he's like living this life where he's on planes and like he just wishes like, you're right there, like you're in yeah. heaven, like you're right there, but... Yeah, really tough um, yeah. line there. Oh, you can tell he's like really hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, features on this uh, overall weren't that great. I didn't really um, like the Stunner for Vegas or NLE Chopper. Uh, Mustard was really good. Uh, DJ Mustard was really good on the production for the song Heartless, um, which you will be hearing um, our reviews of in a few weeks when we do the Jay-Z um, playlist mm. review. Um, who else did he have on here? Lil Baby was alright. He just sounded a bit drowned out. He, he needed to be a bit clearer. Uh, and BJ, the Chicago kid, was was alright. Nothing special. Juice World was my favourite feature on this. Um, I don't really listen to Juice World that much. It's not really my style, but yeah. really great on this track. Obviously, they have great chemistry. Came from the same area. Uh, grew up together. Really great track. And uh, yeah, that song is called Flex. Um... Production on this whole album is great. Polo really knows his sounds well, um, his specific sound well. Um, the piano, the guitar. Mustard did a really good job of bringing the guitar in that song, Heartless. Um, but as soon as you hear a song uh, by Polo G, um, or a song that sounds like this, you'll be like, oh, Polo G would be on this. Like He, he has such a uh, unique sound. Mm. Um, and he's carved out this sound that now it's going to be like, oh, like... And it's sort of like what Drake had 10 years ago where like you heard the track and it just sort of, it was like, oh, this is going to be good because of what it sounds like after the first five seconds. Yeah. And Polo has that now, which is really great. Um, great to see. So my favorite tracks other than the, the three I mentioned were 21, Don't Believe the Hype, Wishing for a Hero and Be Something. I'm going to read my favorite lyric, which was on the song 21 which talks about the lavish life um, and him turning 21 like he's 21 and he's doing all this already mm. so uh, I'm going to read the first verse so swerving on the e-way don't even care if I crash in this coupe shit I'm thinking about too real might lose my mind in this coupe can't relapse can't relapse off these drugs man R.I.P. to juice we were tweaking off them perks I popped my last one with you bond tight with my day ones ain't trying to find no recruits we was playing give and take on that front line with my troops. Hey, like who wants smoke? We got plenty guns. Keep two little savages on X and they gonna get it done. And them hollow tips do surgery, they gonna clip his lungs. It was going down on the set. That's when the shit was fun. I've been balling like Kendrick Nunn. Every day, my birthday, bitch. It's lit, I just turned 21. Um, and I really like, I'm gonna play the chorus of this track. Is it at the start? Yeah, the, he has such a great singing voice, mm. which is really unique. He sort of reminds me a little bit of Drake in that way. Okay. He's really good at singing and really good at rapping. Mm. But I think this kid's going to stay on the rapping part, which I think Drake should have done. Um, for Drake made the right decision to go 
global and to become God, now definitely. as like the most famous uh, singer in the world basically yeah. Post Malone Justin Bieber are probably the only ones above him um, but mm. yeah I think where he's from and his sort of lifestyle uh, Polo I'm talking about now he's going to stay with the rapping yeah he's going to he, he reminds me even of like a little bit like a more talented and more uh, I don't know ingrained in the culture than Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates has oh, a great yeah. singing voice, great yeah. rapping voice, but I think he's a bit too old now. Yeah. Like I think if Kevin Gates came out now, he'd be he'd be a smash hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna play this song, uh, Twenty One. Oh. That's really nice. Yeah. Alright, I'm giving this an 8.5 out of 10. A little bit this much. Anyone see how much that is? This much worse than uh, Dire Legend. I think that album is mm. fantastic. I think if this album came first, maybe I'd give that a 9. Um, and then that the Dire Legend maybe a 9.5. Yeah. But just the order it came out, yeah, I'm going to give this one. Because I know he can do better. And it's yeah. only like a tiny bit better. Like, I think there was like a tiny bit of filler. Like, I think some tracks could have been... Like, trimmed off. Yeah. Um, I want to also... I want you to hear the chopped and screwed um, producer tag by Mustard, which he's never done before. Okay. And just the beat that he picks. I really like that. Oh, I could have given that a listen. Yeah. Great album. Wow. Great songs. Great. Yeah. Individually, the songs are fantastic. Mm. Um, go and check out this or Die Legend. He's he's graduated from a legend to now being the GOAT. And I, he's, Very he's, much he's so. He's making his way there. I mean, yeah. it's fantastic, this stuff. Jeez. But yeah, that is it. Is that it for the Thursday show? Oh, uh, that's it for the Thursday show, right. yeah. Move on tomorrow, you'll see the quiz. What else is tomorrow? Or is that uh, it? Just a weekly song recommendation. All right, there you go. So, all right, latest. <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs>